Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads, generally, for most people, are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bombas socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. The following is a presentation of the Four Center podcast feed. As Obi-Wan Kenobi once said, hello there and welcome to Data Bank Brawl, the podcast where we learn about Star Wars characters, discuss them, share our feelings about those characters, and then make those characters fight for our amusement and yours. I am your host. My name is Joseph Scrimshaw. With me, as always, is Ken Knapsack. Happy to be here. Wow. Let's kill some people. (laughs) A great introduction to any podcast. That's the way any... NPR podcast should start. Playing too many video games, kids, it puts <laughs> bad thoughts in your brains. Wow. Let's injure some aliens <laughs> at the very least. At the very least. That is really what Databank Brawl is all about. So, yeah. It is. Yeah. We occasionally find love. 
Absolutely. That one time. Yeah, that one time. (laughs) But we cling to it. Hope, kids. Hope. Hope. Uh, Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible. Speaking of hope, get a free audiobook download and 30-day free trial at www.audibletrial.com slash center. Over 180,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player, and of course, your heart and soul. Because this is Databank Brawl, we're going to recommend a novel that's got some fighting in it. That's all of them. I don't know why I say that. <laughs> Rebel Rising. I like that one a lot. There's so much. Fun. Oh, speaking of killing yeah. people and injuring aliens, both are featured <laughs> in that novel. So download your free audiobook today. Go to audibletrial.com slash center. Again, that's audibletrial.com slash center for your free audiobook. It's a great right. choice. Great right. choice. Yes, it is. Oh, man, I love that book. I might read it again over Thanksgiving. How beautiful. Uh, this episode is indeed dropping on Thanksgiving. So to those mm. who celebrate, happy eating of turkey. Yep. Um, I it's uh, If you're at a place where you have to walk away from the dinner table and <laughs> listen to a podcast about Star Wars uh, aliens yeah. fighting, we're here for you. Uncle's on the couch watching football. And you're, in, you're in your room listening to Data Bank Brawl. It's a good <laughs> holiday. Good. A different kind of combat. Yeah. And you know what? I, I, I looked. I thought, like, can I put together some fight of a... Family members, and like, yeah, man, you know, I'm, I'm just gonna go big and weird. Just big and weird. That's, That's what good. it's all about. So, are you ready for our first combatant? I am. Our first combatant is Gardula the Hut. Ooh. Literally big and weird. Mm-hmm. Here's what the databank says A wily crime lord and member of the Shadowy Hut Council, Gardula was the original owner of Shmi and Anakin Skywalker but lost them betting with the junk dealer Watto. She watched her former slave's victory in the Boonta Eve classic alongside Jabba. Years later, Gardula and the council hired Cad Bane to free Zero the Hut from a Republic prison, fearing the traitor's hut would spill their secrets. When Zero escaped from Gardula's place on Nalhutta, she hired Bane to track him down. So there you go. Those are some actual events that Gardula was involved in. A lot of events. A lot of events. And... I have her full name here. Ooh, Do you have this? Have you I, seen no, this? I did not. I did not look that up. I will admit, uh, you know, you and I both know our Star Wars trivia. We both uh, study this all our lives. Every once in a while, something pops up <laughs> I have never seen before. This is it for me. One of the one of them, uh, Gardula Basadi the Elder. Basadi the Elder. Yeah. Oh yeah, look, it's right there on Wikipedia. Yeah. That's interesting. That's quite a name. Basadi the Elder. That's yeah, like one of them show dog <laughs> names where you have to officially register your dog. I had Lady Sandy of Ginger growing up. Uh, oh, yeah. Gardula Basadi. Basadi the Elder. the Elder. All right. All right. And I'm looking at uh, the photo that Wikipedia has from her appearance in Phantom Menace. Right. Oh, man. She with, looks unpleasant. With Rob Coleman over her shoulders. <laughs> Yeah, who's the designer? Who's uh, of course Coleman Trebor is uh, based around. So yeah, nice. look at that. All right, well, what else do we got in Wikipedia? Well, I can give you some uh, height. Uh, they're polite and no weight. <laughs> uh, Homeworld now hutta, like you said, uh, species hut. Well, that's a given. Uh, female height three point seven meters tall. Um, so uh, that is, I, I, I've learned because, you know, you and I are over here in the U S and when I grew up, they tried to teach me the metric system in yeah. our school and that didn't go. So that's about 12 feet. I finally got a converter up. Oh, okay. You got it. <laughs> finally got it for my own benefit. You and those listening, especially our UK and, uh, and beyond fans are like, well, yeah, duh, duh. Uh, I need it. Okay. This is, a. uh, uh 
interesting. So she's 12 feet tall. 12 feet okay, tall. Okay, that is imposing. Okay, that's yeah. good to know. And then, obviously, uh, Gardula being introduced by name in The Phantom Menace is going to have a ton of, of weird uh, Legends backstory, right? Oh, God, so much. I mean, I'm clicking <laughs> over and... Uh, <laughs> It really starts. I can just the Boonty of Classic, which you've seen. Battle in the Jungle and Wastes. Ooh, Django Fett working for Jabba. That's a lot of the Clone Wars stuff, and that's some behind the scenes. All right, so a little less than I would. Think. Okay, all right. She didn't have her own novel. Yeah. Maybe a comic book series. We don't know. Uh, she had a daughter, Deck of the Hut. Okay, uh, there we go. That's so there a, we go. That's the Sweet Legends weirdness <laughs> I'm looking for. Yeah. What is Gardula's daughter's name? Cousin Bob the Hutt. It's all good. It's all there. <laughs> yeah. All right. So we actually, for such a an interesting character who touches on many kind of big things and ideas uh, of Star Wars, we actually don't know a lot about her. Really, the only character thing that the Data Bank says is Wiley. Right. And almost everything they're describing in the back half of this databank entry is from this one specific episode of Clone Wars, which I, I rewatched. Okay. And she's got maybe a slightly different tone of voice than Jabba, but otherwise, you know, she doesn't have, she's not wearing a fez. She doesn't have a, a monocle, you know, doesn't have a guitar yeah. uh, wrapped around or any other weird uh, shawl. Yeah. <laughs> There's nothing. She's just kind of a hut. A hut. A hut. With an extra smashed up face. Kinda. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm looking at this picture a little closer from the uh, Fedimentus. It's, uh, yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> it's interesting design. The, the underbite, the big prominent chin. Yeah, it really yep. looks like somebody had a Jabba toy and punched it in the face. Oh, yeah, like a plastic, like a, a yeah. hard, <laughs> a, a moldable, uh, malleable, 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 prac, uh, yeah. a hot plastic doll. Um, I like this the way they phrase it here, uh, and I, I, you touched on it a little bit. But we know she bought Shmi and her, and her sons Anakin as slaves. Uh, years later, she watched uh, her former slave Anakin win the Bunta Eve Classic. Do you think she was aware? I want to believe that she was. Like they're they supposed to be smart, right? right? Yeah. So the Huts are supposed to be really have their eye on things, and I feel like a kid who can do this is notable, right? Right. Obviously, it's the everybody have to be say like, who is that? Right. And you'd think that she'd go, oh, did I? Unless she just has like hundreds and hundreds of human boys and doesn't, the name Skywalker didn't ring out to her. Yeah. I mean, she loses them to Watto and a bet, and then Watto's entering this kid in several pod races. Yeah. This was the first one. I decided it's a good uh, subplot developative. Was she upset? You know, I don't know. I don't know. So this is an interesting thing on, uh, on uh, uh, Wikipedia too, that mm-hmm. I noticed that there's a if you're looking for the character, you're in the right place. But if you're looking for the beverage, <laughs> so I clicked over. It says Gardula was a beverage that uh, Jabba would occasionally share with the bounty hunter Boba Fett in his palace on Tatooine, and that's from that uh, added <laughs> muscle from a certain point of view story, which is a weird choice. <laughs> that Jabba would just be like, I have no respect for you, or maybe I have a lot of respect yeah, for you. Yeah. Which do you think it is? I I I mean the fact that he had Gardula up at his uh, sweet there in the Boonti race. Yeah. Uh, and she was the elder, you know? Yeah, she had some the elder. respect. Maybe it was a name. She seemed to really be, uh, you know, running that hut council. Yeah, much like, uh, you know, a beer named after you. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's the same. 
Yeah, you know, having a beer that's not named after me, it happens to share the name, and it is pretty cool to be able to just order yourself at a bar. Don't change my head cannon. <laughs> if people want to believe it is named after me, <laughs> I will not stop you. I will be thankful for that. All right, so how do you feel about Gardula? Uh, I do. I actually generally like Gardula the Hut uh, in general. Not even the Clone Wars stuff. I think because of Zero the Hut and everything. Every time a hut shows up in the Clone Wars, it it. it it doesn't sit perfectly well with me, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Yeah. But it's, it's it's Zero's fault, um, not Gardula's. But going to the Phantom Menace and that shot and just seeing someone up there where you're in this theater for the first time, you're like, oh, another hut. It's and it kind of, hut. yeah, you know, it adds it, in a weird way by more huts. It added a mystique to, well, why is he the hut? Jabba, the yeah. hut. There's others there. So I, I've always had like a... a a, a positive feeling towards her place in the galaxy. Yeah, I think I'm in the same place. Just hearing that line of the of, of that they were owned by Gardula in the mm-hmm. Phantom Menace, and Gardula was like a, a pretty cool name as right. Star Wars names go. Uh, so that was pretty cool. And then that episode of uh, of the Clone Wars is just mm-hmm. such a bizarre mixed bag because it, spoilers to remind people this is the episode where Sy Snoodles uh, seduces and murders Zero the Hut. Yes. And we meet uh, Zero's uh, mother that is too <laughs> enormous to yes. appear to, to move at all. Yeah. But within that, Gardula comes off as perfectly classy and like actually really knowing mm. what she's doing. Yeah, interactions with Quinlan Voss and Obi-Wan Kenobi. Yeah. Right? So you yeah. just recently watched this episode. I haven't seen it. Yeah, years. and she's just got to like, it's a, it's a, almost a little raspier than Jabba, mm. but she just got this raspy voice and just kind of speaking a little bit like politically because Obi-Wan is being polite and Quinlan Voss is being difficult and she's like, you'd be wise to be more like your friend <laughs> Obi-Wan Kenobi, you know, Jedi Voss, like that kind of uh, thing. So, yeah, uh, she comes across pretty, pretty classy. Season three. Yep. Okay. It's, a, it's also one of the most convoluted storylines if you watch in the order that they were released. Oh, yeah. yeah. So oh. it's easy to get confused about what's mm-hmm. going on there. Uh, but yeah, I like, I'm like intrigued by Gardula, and maybe we can flesh her out a little bit more. Gotcha. See how she earned that drink being named after her. But uh, with that, are you ready for our next combatant? I am, I am. Who could possibly go up against Gardula the Hutt? Well... Someone who is brand new to the Star Wars canon that I could not resist getting in here right away. It is the Kowakian Ape. Oh, wow. Yep. Here's what the data bank has to say. Like these smaller Kowakian monkey lizards, Kowakian apes have a bony beak and tufts of fur covering parts of their bodies. But unlike the shrill mischief makers kept as small pets, these are hulking creatures capable of exerting brute force to obliterate whatever ends up in their path. Well... I I got I love this by the way because this is a fun episode of Resistance. But I am there. There are already putting the Kawaki Ape Lizard into the data bank, and we're waiting on some characters from movies. Oh yeah, I mean, the, for some reason the Resistance is just sort of like, was there a half a frame of this person's elbow? <laughs> it's on the data bank tomorrow. They're keeping it updated. Put in, put them in, put them in. Wow. Yeah. Okay. All right. So. I don't have a lot of stats. <laughs> yeah. Distinction is larger than Kowakian monkey lizards. <laughs> and that's it, huh? And I've and the co and their homeworld's Kowak, which is weird because I've, I've never really I've always just said 
Kowaki and Monkey Lizard. Yeah, uh, yeah that makes Kowak. sense. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to click on it. What is the Platic Kowak? What is that all about? Yeah. Yeah, that not much. Not much. Is it just like this is the planet that yeah. Quacky and Monkey and and mole fleas? Oh, and mole fleas. Let's, let's simply not speak of those. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. It's rare that you can find something in Star Wars we both want erased from new canon. But <laughs> it's a legend. It's a legend. One can believe. One can believe it was magic. All right, so the Quacky and Ape Lizard. Ready to fight. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. This is fascinating because the official databank does list him as the Quackian ape. Mm. Wikipedia lists him as the Quackian ape lizard. Now, I yeah. prefer ape lizard because, come on. Ape lizards. I mean, it's like, what kind of abomination of creation <laughs> is this? Um, yeah, towering over a larger, towering over a full-grown human because Poe is full-grown. Oh, yeah. Poe's quite Very Poe's quite high. And muscular build. That's my favorite part of that description. Oh, yeah, because, I mean, they do look like uh, like somebody performed an experiment on Bane from the <laughs> Batman universe. Like, just ridiculously bulging, right? Absolutely. It, it, it's it's like a power of the force figure <laughs> come to life. Yes. Um, high-pitched uh, or uh, monstrous booming roar, unlike the high-pitched because I like all that. I like all that. This is a very descriptive stuff we got here. Yeah. Good decision. This could get bad. This could get bad. Okay, so let's, there's only so much to talk about. They literally have one scene in, in yeah. Star Wars, but more active than than most. They, the quacking ape that we see, the ape lizard smashes through the door and chases Poe Dameron. Right. A thing that I'm sure many of us would love to do, have that experience. <laughs> uh, but how do you feel about them? Because they, they walk that line of being meta, of like, oh, hey, audience, you have been aware of the monkey lizard for decades is mm. this uh, fun, pesky little pet mischief maker. But surprise, there's a brute version. Yeah, if if it had been div- rolled out in a different way, yeah, a different kind of episode or just thrown in the background of something, I, I might have seen exactly as that. All right, that's cute. You're taking something yeah. we know and you're changing it. Um, but I don't know. There's something uh, I like that about that episode, seeing Poe both in action and kind of out of control and trying to you know, escape. It's just kind of a good episode. So, uh, and, and we talk about Star Wars and horror, and, you know, there was a little bit of a horror element until yeah. they discovered that. Um, that shot of uh, what I'm trying to remember down the hall where the pirate, so, so, is it a pirate that gets yanked away by it? Yeah, I think so, yeah. It's a very paranormal activity, man. Like, what's going on <laughs> in the dark? So uh, I like it in that sense, yeah. But but you're right, it, 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 it's a fine line. It's a fine line. It's something that... I could, I could have. Uh, you like puffer pigs? Well, this is a super puffer pig. Like that blows twice as yeah, big. Generally, don't like that kind of stuff. But the buffer pig, it yeah. works. It works. Yeah, I think there's something about it. The way exactly the the presentation, it wasn't presented with a wink and a nod. It was presented as our characters are terrified of this, right. and maybe you should be too. Right. And I think it just kind of goes with uh, what we are getting in the Disney Lucasfilm era, which is. Everything you like, we're going to kind of play with, explore, and flesh out. And mm. if there is this whole world quack, right. maybe there's different kinds of uh, lizards there. I can't wait to see the giraffe lizard. Yeah. <laughs> the one with the tall neck. Quacking uh, uh, monkey giraffe. And, and the, thing about, the thing about it is, too, it's a good point, is I think in this modern era, there's... There's a lot of people love and care about Star Wars making Star Wars now. So it's fun. And I think you've got to approach it with some some fun yeah. and the fact that they're like cool let's do you know selections be crumb let's make them three times bigger and great eh, let's have some fun and it's yeah. a good reminder yeah. good reminder for me 
Yeah, keeping it fun. Because they, they, we as fans could be like, no, Salacious B. Crumb is the only, like, <laughs> uh, you could, that's a, a hand puppet from Return of the Jedi. You're going to get uppity over that. Right. And, and we have a tendency, and so this ape lizard makes it fun. Yeah, exactly. I love the tip of the iceberg where you don't know anything, yeah. but then sometimes you see a little bit more iceberg, and what? <laughs> what? It's an ape lizard on the iceberg. All right, uh, with that, let's fight. 
territory of quack for many, many centuries as well. So who knows? I I think uh, we we know we catch up with Gardula again in the Clone Wars. Maybe a little after. Okay. Maybe the laughter, uh, maybe even after the fall of, of Jabba, maybe she's trying to build up her own hut, maybe taking any survivors, because there was people left back at the palace, the Jabba's palace, um, and maybe she's trying to uh, change things up. Maybe, I, hear me out, does she order, I think she orders, like a new Kowakian uh, uh, monkey lizard, and due to a clerical error, the ape lizard shows up. Okay. Orders, uh, oh, like, she's getting, like, an Amazon Prime to Nell Hutta from yes. Coac. Yes. Uh, it wants her own Sally B. Crumb. Some kind of clerical air. Okay. This large package shows up. Okay, interesting. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. We uh, can play around with it. Okay, sure. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and you think this is kind of after the fall of Java? Yeah. Yeah, I like this idea that, uh, that Gardula... Being wily mm-hmm. is consolidating power. She is realizing that Jabba is passing into legend, and she's like, "Oh well, maybe there's a, maybe there's something to having like this big, big vanity palace." So mm-hmm. she is building one on Nelhada. I am yeah. all all. She got some remnants of Jabba's. Uh, she raided Jabba's palace, took some stuff from there. <laughs> Just get, trying to trying to recreate his vibe a little bit. Yeah, the uh, little hookah lounge. Yep, get a she's got herself too. a snack aquarium. Yep, she's got to do. You know, she's got somebody out hunting for rancors. She's yep. gonna do that. You know. Yep, they can't find Malakili. He can't find Malakili or Boba Fett's armor. Or Boba Fett's armor. Yeah, that that's gone. But yeah. Um, yeah, that kind of situation. Okay. Yeah, exactly, exactly. She wants to decorate like Jabba. All of it. Uh, so I think she has sent out uh, some loyal bounty hunters of her own. Mm-hmm. And uh, the ship lands, and uh, she is overseeing construction. The uh, I think the the palace is is still being built, and she is outside right. of it, and she is uh, being fanned uh, by Jawas that she had shipped in. Sure, yeah, yeah, and she is barking orders in her Hatice voice, yeah. which means you can't take a lunch break yet. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you have at least till five hours into your shift. <laughs> exactly, and the yeah. ship lands. Yeah. And Gardula stares. Oh. And uh, she, uh, she's still a mobile hut. She's in good shape. Right, right. So she's, she can... Uh, uh, she's not, not like mom of the hut. So she... No, yeah. So she uh, um, squelches over. Squelches over indeed. <laughs> Towards the ship. Yep. And uh, strangely, the, 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 it doesn't open. Not, nobody comes right. out. No landing pad lowers. Mm-hmm. Nothing. Nothing. Ship might have been on. There's nothing they she can see that there's no pilot, even it's auto autopilot. Yeah, landed in here? okay. So I think she says, and like she sends a, a weak way guard. Gotcha. He the ship, he enters, and all of a sudden, he just pulled in. <laughs> just yoink, yoink, flavin, flavin. Uh, gets pulled in, and there's some crunching. Yeah, we don't know what we're hearing. Boom, we got uh, a weak way helmet. Comes empty, bloody, comes flying out. Yeah, and I think Gardula goes, and uh, she squatches a little bit closer. And as she gets closer, suddenly she sees through the uh, the window of the cockpit, yeah, smash (laughs) the bloody head, the bloody severed head of the Weeke suddenly put in the window (laughs) of the cockpit like a horror movie. And even Gardula, this Mm. queen of violence, a crime lord for the whole galaxy, is. 
taken aback. Yeah. <laughs> is it a hand, is it a big like hand holding up the head or is oh, it just, yeah. okay. Yeah. So uh at this point now there was bounty hunters on the ship, right? Is that what Gardula believes in her head? Yeah. So that she's smart enough to realize they're probably they're not probably on the ship. not yeah. on the ship anymore. Yeah. I think she turns around and looks around and she had moved out ahead out of the palace. There's the Jawas. Um, I, I think she wants to call for help, but I don't know if she can. Yeah. And I don't even know if she has time. Yeah. Cause I think as she gets a little closer, she was closer to the door. I think a hand reaches out and starts to pull her in. Yeah. I think she turns, she's yelling for her major domo. Right. Uh, much, she has, she has a bib Fortuna to, yeah. you know, as we know, there are a lot of Fortunas. Right. Big family. Yeah. Big family. Uh, what do you think? I think this one's called Lucky Fortuna. <laughs> Lucky Fortuna. <laughs> so I think she turns and she. Second cousin to Bib and Beezer. <laughs> yes. Beezer's the only one who didn't go into the service industry. <laughs> uh, there was another one recently on databank or maybe finish the fan fiction. I can't remember. We say a lot of things. We say a lot of things. Uh, yeah, I think she turns so lucky for Tuna. But that hand, as you said, comes out and grabs that mighty hut tail yeah. and yanks. Yeah, and can't, you know, Gardula's big, obviously, so so it's not like a yank pulling him, but now it's like a tug of war almost. Oh, yeah, so Gardula is pulling the other way. Uh, and Lucky comes running. And... <laughs> what are you doing? Uh, and I, I think he tries to grab uh, Gardula's hands. Hand. Yeah, but they're slippery from eating. Slippery. Uh, only one hand. He tries to. He can't really. She can't get both of her hands together. Know, together. Yeah. So, so she, it's only one hand. He's one hand. He's yanking. And so now we have this. Vi- we cut to a wide shot of this little ship. A monstrous hand on a tail pulling in, and then uh, you know, Lucky Fortuna in his robes. With his uh, leku uh, flailing about, pulling on <laughs> the other hand of uh, Gardula, just this tug of war. Yeah, and I think uh, as this is happening, Gardula yells at him, mm. uh, basically, "What did you do? What did you do? What did you yeah, do?" Right. And uh, with his with his free hand, Lucky's like, "Oh, let me let me check on that." Um, and he pulls out his little manifest, and he he sees his his mistake right there. In Orbesh. <laughs> it says, please procure one Kowakian. Ooh. Ew. And this is this oh, is no. the first time that we do realize canonically mm. that there is autocorrect in the Star Wars <laughs> galaxy. <laughs> and he oh. meant to type monkey. Monkey. And he typed ape. Yeah. And then I think Gardula's eyes open <laughs> wide. She knows what she's in for as she gets yanked all the way up into the yeah, ship, right? Yeah, because she's dropped her hand. He's looking at the manifest. He just looks up at her and just says, I've made a huge mistake. Yeah. And yoink, she goes <laughs> into the ship. Into yeah. The ship. There's a bunch of debris. A bunch of the ship is kind mm-hmm. of, uh, the internal ship is shattering around it uh, as it makes room for this massive creature that is Gardula the Hut. Oh, yeah. She blinks. She manages to turn. What does she see? Uh, she sees three uh, dead bounty hunters in the corner. Three, what's left of them. It's oh, not, yeah. It's not good. Uh, one of the armor looks like Dengar, but we know it's not Dengar, but it, it looks, now it's in the shape of Dengar. Uh, <laughs> She's looking over there. She sees weapons discarded. She sees a, a, a gaffy stick, a blaster, maybe a, a, a light lasso. Something you know, one of the bounty hunters had, um, and just a lot of blood and gore. Yeah, blood and gore and discarded weapons. Yeah, but and 
options. Yeah. And right standing amidst all of it is the big, hulking, Coaxian ape lizard. Right. Uh, Greenish blue beak, still kind of bloody. Yeah. It, it There's, in fact, it's got blood on those bones running along its back. Like, yep. how did that get there? <laughs> like a, a very upsetting were you, image. Just were, were you scratching <laughs> your back with a, with a bounty hunter? With a dead bounty hunter? What? Yeah. And I think uh, the Coaxian <laughs> ape lizard... Uh, squawks yeah. out in, in rage. <laughs> so since the huts have this uh, relationship with all of the Quackian various lizards, I think Gardula can understand that squawk. Ex- excellent point. And I think that this Quackian ape lizard says, it is time for revenge. You have killed... <laughs> That's My brothers and sisters of large size <laughs> yeah. and small, and you have small. taken them off the planet. <laughs> I am here for vengeance. <laughs> and my name is Billy B. <laughs> Billy B. Billy B. Crumb, as it turns out, right? Billy <laughs> B. Crumb. It's a small galaxy. It's, it's a small, a lot of a lot of different lizards have that last name. They might be directly related. A lot of Fortunas, a lot of Crumbs. Yeah, but this is Billy B. Crumb, the Quackian <laughs> ape lizard. Roaring its name, yeah, uh, roar squawking, and I think then there is just a flurry of huge muscular fists. I think, oh, like yeah. just uh, like it is like you're watching a best of clips from the Rocky films, except for with a quacking ape lizard. <laughs> he is just <laughs> tenderizing the meat that is Gardula the Hut. So I know uh, on Wikipedia they list him as non sentient. I think that's a lie. I oh, think yeah. this this is. This is a completely sentient being that is here for a mission. Oh, yeah. <laughs> He's aware I mean, of everything. Absolutely. I mean, maybe the Crumb family is smarter because Salacious is aware of things yes. enough to find them funny. <laughs> exactly. One of the highest uh, forms of being sentient exactly. is understanding humor. <laughs> If he can understand humor, Billy B can understand revenge. Is, that is, is such an accurate d- breakdown <laughs> of the Crumb character and, and, and the Kowakian uh, species there. So, yeah, so he's pummeling, 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 How do you think Gardula responds? Uh, I think she uh, is, uh, is shocked, uh, number one. There's a lot rolling through her head. Uh, and then she, she, she kind of takes the punches and rolls back. Um, she whips that tail around um, and smacks uh, uh, Billy B right in the face. Ooh, yeah. Enough to slow him down. I'm not going to say it stops him, but it slows him down. It gives him a little... Yeah, yeah. I think she slaps him. That tail gets a little bit uh, of motion going. Right. And that's pretty effective. He He's uh, uh, dazed. But yeah. he falls back and his hand lands on the corpse of a bounty hunter. Uh, let's, I, it's a, yep. a Trandosian like Bosk. Okay. Uh, and he picks up the, it's actually just the upper half of the Trandosian <laughs> that he's ripped apart. Naturally. And he grabs it and he starts hitting Gardula with the upper half of a Trandosian. <laughs> oh, yeah. The scales, teeth, teeth. Yeah, the scales, teeth, the claws, the arms are going everywhere because yeah. it's. It's dead, you yeah. know. Uh, yeah, he's going for the eyes, right? And Gardula has to blink, blink. Oh, yeah. um, no one likes a Trandoshan to the eye. No one likes a Trandoshan to an eye. Uh, and uh, now I think uh, 
there's a little, there's a, a weird like scuttling sound that Gardula is aware of mm-hmm. as uh, the Jawas who are supposed to fan her have climbed on the outside <laughs> of the ship and are looking in through the cockpit window. There's at least two of them scavenging right now. <laughs> about three are looking at it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I think Gardula is being, yeah. uh, and she realizes uh, she is a wily crime lord that mm-hmm. she needs to somehow change the situation to get an advantage. What right. kind of bizarre thing do you think she does to change the situation of the fight? She yells in Hatties, I'm sorry. Ooh. Now, this causes the sentient, non-sentient Kowakian Blizzard to stop mid-punch. Really? It's a lie from Gardula. Yeah. She's not sorry at all, but he goes, Arr! and in that moment, she grabs the, the, the stick, the gaffy stick, and just pokes him in his left eye. Oh, pokes him in the eye. Okay, so she, uh, I like that she's got it in her tail. She yeah, flips, flips it <laughs> through the air. Big move, big her, move. Her little stubby hand <laughs> reaches up and perfectly catches it, like Luke with his lightsaber oh, and her turn yeah. And, and well, wow, this is an impressive fighting move. It shows why Gardula is truly one yeah. of the master huts. I regret saying it because it gives me the chills because I once, like, poked my eye with a pencil accidentally <laughs> as a kid in... Uh, I'm having those phantom pains still. So it's, it's yeah. yeah. If one thing Databank has taught us, you shouldn't have eyes. It's just too dangerous. <laughs> yeah, clearly a weakness in a fight. Uh, now, the, the Quacky and Ape Lizard's eyes are kind of small. Does she manage mm-hmm. to, she certainly drives it into uh, Billy B's face. Does she get him? Oh, good point. Those are, that's a furrowed brow, man. Uh, a little, does uh, he? Just, did she just open up that brow? Partial. I think it's a little bit of both. A little okay. bit of the, the eyebrow, a little bit of the eye. Okay. Like on the inside. Oh, good. Yeah. Uh, and I think Billy B doubles over in pain, <laughs> holding holding what's left of his eye. It's it's hard to tell. He's got his his tough little hands, his bulging muscles. And I, the Gardula, I think, has this moment of uh, where she thinks she's just one. That's it. And I think mm-hmm. she does what huts do uh, really when they shouldn't, which is take the time to laugh. <laughs> <laughs> Can you hear uh, the Jawas are watching all happy? Yeah. Uh, and she doesn't realize that basically by being doubled over mm-hmm. the Quacking Ape Blizzard, Billy B has just lined up his back horns, his uh, the, the spikes on his back, mm-hmm. uh, to basically be lined up with okay. it for a shot on her. Okay. Um. I'm trying to think <laughs> how violent do I want to go. Uh, I think he has to charge. He's, he's he's angry. He's bleeding from the eye. He's violent. He's got a mission. I think he, you're saying it's the spikes are lined up. I think he tusks is what the tusks. Wikipedia is okay. calling them. Yeah. So he, I think he's like, it's, it's not exactly, he basically has to stand on his, he has to be acrobatic and run on his right. hands to basically spear his back tusks. Into it's a, Gardula. It's a little General Grievous-like. Yeah. Way, you know? He's and I, scuttling. I think he does. I think like a circus performer, he does a handstand, runs on those big paws, which are bigger than his legs. Oh, yeah. And then just pierces Gardula. Shunk! Ah, and Gardula is shocked. <laughs> and then the Quacking Ape Blizzard does something that's just, it's astounding. Like, the, the question in the galaxy of how strong are they? Right. He strong. manages to heave Gardula in the air. He basically pushes back up with his back and he is standing. There's, this is a pretty tall ship. In order to, there's, there's a lot of height and a lot of ceiling room. There's some scraping, but there's room. Yeah, but 
It is uh, truly it, amazing it, that he has hauled Gardula into the air. It looks like some kind of YouTube cooking video uh, <laughs> or, or an appetizer plate. Oh, hut hut of Kowakian. Like, uh, he's just got this hut stuck to the top of him. Yeah, and Gardula's flailing little hands. <laughs> ah, and I think uh, that... <laughs> uh, I think that... Uh, Maybe this is a good point to, to pause our combat, as we do, and decide who, who we think. <laughs> this is the best point we've ever had to pause our combat. Because it really looks like the Quackian Ape Lizard is, is running away with it. it, it does Billy B is like quite, quite powerful, and yeah. rage is a powerful ally. <laughs> Uh, but who do you want to win? Who do you think should win? You know what? I went into this fight. You try to go in with a clear mind, uh, clear eyes, clear mind, clear heart, right? Uh, I, I was thinking Gardula because I, I, you know, know more about. But the, the battle has turned. And Billy B. Crumb, I, I love Salacious B. Crumb, one of my favorite little side characters in Star Wars. I get the vengeance aspect. I don't know. I think he might have earned this one. <laughs> you think that this is a, a chance for justice? A little bit. Yeah, yeah. A little bit, a little bit. Yeah, I think it is a, a, a real story of uh, a reminder that you can't step on the little people. Yeah. Even when they're quite large. <laughs> like the Quite large, yes, yes, <laughs> yes. Yeah. All right. Or be careful, you know, when you're stepping on uh, someone who you think smaller than you, they might have a bigger cousin. That's right. You know? That's right. Uh, careful. Careful who you step on. Yeah. That's the moral. Perfect for Thanksgiving. That's right. No. no. Anyway. Uh, I, yeah, so I think, yeah. he, I, I think I would like him to win the combat, but I don't feel the need to murder Gardula. That's fair. It is Do the you? holidays. Yeah, it is the holidays. Yeah. We wanted to learn a little bit of a lesson, maybe. Yeah. I think that uh, Gardula is is trying desperately to get some sort of control. Right. And I think Billy B is sentient enough to know that he needs people to see this. So I think yeah. what he does is he, uh, he basically starts smashing Gardula into the top <laughs> of the, the ship. It starts going... Piercing her a little more and more. Yeah, it's cutting her with a... It's trying. It's starting to like kind of uh, uh, break apart, break apart. Uh, mm-hmm. And I think at this point, uh, Lucky Fortuna has has tried to go get help. Yeah, some of the other workers, the construction workers, have gotten on top of the ship. They've seen it banging. Uh, they're they're trying to get in, and basically they're trying to open it from the outside right. to try to get in there and help Gardula. And then uh, suddenly, as they're trying to open it, emerging. Mm-hmm. <laughs> The top of the ship basically rips open, explodes, right. and Gardula is, starts rising out in this yeah. kind of awkward, awkward flailing. And people are like, yay, yeah. she's okay. Oh. But then boom, the ape lizard hand grabs yeah. one side of the hold, another. <laughs> and I think he basically climbs with Gardula still speared yeah. on his back, climbs to stand on top of the ship. And I think roars, roars, of his, course, his message. That does Gardula what, have the translation and does anyone else have it? Yeah, I think there's okay. a, a protocol droid. Right. And I think the protocol droid announces yeah. to everyone what it is that Billy B just roared. What do you think the protocol droid says? The almighty Billy B, the crumb, has decreed that... Justice has been served for the memory of Salacious B. Crumb, who served the great Jabba the Hutt. Uh, you see, served is a word that... Uh, 
served as a word that was used incorrectly. <laughs> and Sally B., as he's known to his family, had no choice. Uh, this here is a reminder to uh, never force anyone to work for you. And also a reminder that Gardula was a former slaver. <laughs> and that wasn't cool. Amazing <laughs> how much that Billy B can communicate. Those roars. It's yeah. like a beep from R2. Yeah. And then I think the protocol droids at the end. I'm paraphrasing a little. <laughs> I may have changed the word cool. He used something <laughs> I'm not familiar with. And I think Gardula is used to shouting out as huts do. Yes. Big, booming voices. But huts have the power to whisper. Mm-hmm. And I think she whispers to Billy B. Like, we can make a deal. Uh, And basically offers Billy B to be her right hand, to work with her, not for her, with her. A new kind of of, of Kowakian hut relations. A Kowakian hut alliance. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. And I think at first, Billy B is not sure about this. No. He doesn't know if he wants this. He doesn't, he doesn't know if he wants this. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Gardula takes this moment of confusion mm-hmm. to get herself out of out of her predicament. She has managed to sort of... Uh, wiggle? 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 Yeah, yeah, wiggle around. Wiggle so- and she flips her tail. Mm-hmm. So it is right next to those big flapping Kowakian ape lizard ears. Right. And... Gardula has lived a life of violence and sometimes she has to realize that it is not violence that will solve a situation it's something just a little bit more lighthearted and ephemeral and fun mm-hmm. like tickling <laughs> she tickles right. and I think they both I think he, he laughs he Sounds like a background vocal from Yellow Submarine. <laughs> yeah. And I think uh, he falls over and she is free, right? <laughs> they roll down. The tickle release, yes. The tickle release. The tickle, the tickle release. And I think at, at this point, the people watching just are incredibly confused. There's right? a lot of confusion, a lot of awe. Uh, uh, a couple of Jawas are not sure what to think. A couple of them are, are still in the ship, scabbing. <laughs> Uh, so, but so they both they fall off the top of the ship. Boom! They both fall. They're both uh, mm-hmm. injured at this point. Uh, Billy B's eye is pretty oh, much yeah, destroyed. Yeah. It's yeah, it's gone. Got some vision loss there. Yeah, he is covered in the viscera of multiple bounty hunters <laughs> and lots of hut ooze dripping off of him. Gardula is wounded in in ways that she did not know was possible. Mm-hmm. But she will fight mm-hmm. to live. Got to some organs there. Got to some organs there. She is oozing. Yeah. And I think uh, they both get to, not their feet, but (laughs) as close to upright as these creatures ever get. Yeah. And I think they have that moment of truth. Are they going to continue fighting or is Billy B going to take her offer? I'm going to accept this offer. What Uh, do you think? They they make eye contact, just one, uh, for Billy B. He looks across. There's a moment. She knows if he doesn't take the steel, she might die right here, right now. People have rushed out. Or, I mean, she's got a lot of servants, too. Yeah. They, who know, is he this strong? Can they can they take him? She, well, you know, because she looks around, and, and there's some, uh, you know, a tentative nature is uh, very apparent in everyone around. Oh, yeah, everybody's a little like, frightened. Their hands are, like, kind of on their blasters, but not. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Two more Jawas are walking away with like a 
little device they got inside. Um, and he looks at her and sticks a hand out and goes, <laughs> and uh, she tran- it's translated as a new era in Kowakian hut relations begins. <laughs> yes. And she shakes his hand. I th- yeah, they they shake hands, and uh, and I think that Lucky Fortuna <laughs> misinterprets this. Yes, thinks that they're still fighting, and I think Lucky screams, mm-hmm. "Ah, Mistress, no!" <laughs> uh, and I think he comes running up. He pulls out a blaster. He takes a <laughs> shot at Billy B. It sears uh, one of Billy B.'s massive biceps, but Billy B. just grabs Lucky Fortuna. Grabs yeah. him by the the leku in the throat. He's got yeah. it all wrapped in wrapped his, around. Wrapped that hand, and he looks at Gardula, and it's like, <laughs> and I think Gardula says, "Muja," which is, yeah, go ahead, go ahead, and oh, just just breaks his neck. Lucky for Tuna's dead. Lucky for Tuna's luck has run out, <laughs> and he is dropped to the floor because while these. These people learn to get along. This hut and this Quackian ape lizard, they are still creatures of violence. Yes. Yes. We have to be true to that. Yes. Oh, that's that's brutal. And I think that everybody sees the new pecking order. That There's some power. Gardula has a new yeah. second in command, co-commander. Everyone is too afraid to ask. And it turns out Billy B. Later on, we learned he is really good at Excel sheets. He's got some <laughs> organization skills. Yeah, he is in fact the one who discovers how this all happened. That it was a wacky autocorrect mix-up yeah. that led. <laughs> it just shows you that the they, twists of the fate of yeah. destiny. They laugh never later. know. Yeah, they laugh, they laugh about later. it. Yeah, so I think uh, this is the end of our main combat. Our, our main story, <laughs> kind of a Thanksgiving story where. <laughs> Some people come together, and I think yeah. maybe do we close at a at a big uh, feast? Yeah, there's a big feast. Uh, it's uh, uh, kind of to honor. It's definitely to honor the alliance. Kind of in the memory of Lucky. There's yeah. some people there that like Lucky. Uh, they're gonna <laughs> they're they're ordering a new major domo. He'll, he'll, he'll get there. In a yeah, while there. there'll be a new, new yeah. Fortuna. Yeah. yeah, but they're they're sitting there enjoying a feast, and I think uh, I think Billy B squawks one last message mm-hmm. out. To Gardula, I think he's he's now been uh, in fact dressed. He's dressed. Uh, he's got mm-hmm. his the finest uh, suit, beautiful, yeah. beautiful uh, clothing that Gardula has provided for him. Feasting together, he squawks, and the protocol droid translates his message over this beautiful feast to Gardula. Uh, the message to Gardula is. Uh, what a lesson you have all learned today uh, to treat all creatures as equals, unless you're a Fortuna. <laughs> and that is our beautiful Thanksgiving message on this bloody, bloody ooze-filled episode of Databank Brawl. As always, don't eat while listening. No. Uh, Ken, where can people find you? You can find me at Ken Napsack or go to napsackfiles.podomatic.net for all of it. Excellent. If there are characters that you would like to see fight, let us know with hashtag databank brawl. There's still lots of fun weirdos from Last Jedi and Solo that we haven't gotten to. And every week we are treated to more weirdos from Resistance. So a lot more to come. We always like to thank Tony Thaxon for our theme music. You can check out his Patreon at patreon.com slash cloud city soundtrack. You can check out ours at patreon.com slash force center. 
You can find me on Twitter and Instagram is at Joseph Scrimshaw and check out my albums, podcasts, and shows on my website at josephscrimshaw.com. In particular, uh, I'll be doing some comedy shows at the SF Sketch Fest in San Francisco in January, so check that out. You can also like Force Center on Facebook and follow us on Twitter is at Force Center Pod. And until next time, as Luke Skywalker once said, well, no one was really listening to him. I care. That's it for Databank Brawl. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.